Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome to Tea Time with Courtney. Um, you know, the holiday, holiday just was upon us, so I didn't have time to be on my podcast. Sorry, everyone. Had, you know, things to tend to. Um, my daughter left for camp Friday morning, so I had to hurry up and get her out of here. No, Saturday morning. Yes, yeah, Saturday morning. Then Sunday, I cooked on the grill for, you know, the dads in my life. And then, um, you know, today, back to work. But, so I was talking to someone, and they told me to put a little story out, because I said, you know, I talk about anything in my podcast. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've touched base on how the justice system really isn't for everyone. But here's a little story. And uh, I would like to know, like, how you guys think about this. Because, like I've stated before, I know I know for facts that someone that committed murder got less time than someone who had a little bit of drugs. Now... This person I'm talking about had um, 19.6 grams of cocaine and got sentenced to 10 to 50 years in prison. Now, you know, with good time and all that, you know, he only ended up serving eight and some change. But after that, he got eight years probation. Then on top of that, after he got that eight years probation here, he got 18 months for something that he had nothing to do with get 18 months and finally you know he basically um, he ended up getting out but now they're still messing with him for something that he still didn't do whenever he did the 18 months and I'm like geez like how long do you consider someone to be the bad guy like after they done did their time and everything else how long and it's not like you know he did anything to hurt anyone. Now, a lot of people are like, well, he sold drugs. First of all, the drug that's out here killing people instantly basically is heroin. Now, I, like, I feel like if a lot of these heroin addicts, if they're cutting it, whatever, they know they're killing people. But this is also the other thing. You also know with heroin, there's a chance you might die with just one one time using it. There's there's that that, that you know, that's a chance. You know, and same with cocaine. You know, sometimes you there's a chance not cocaine definitely ha- isn't as bad as, you know, having that chance with heroin, but you know, the, the person that uses it knows this. They're well aware of this. Like matter of fact, usually, you know, when one person overdoses, it usually leads to about five to ten more, only because that person that, you know, overdosed the first time, they're like, oh, shoot, that was... Because most people, whenever they overdose, I've heard it from plenty of cops, the first thing usually they say is, you ruined my high, after they bring them out of it. But, okay, say somebody ODs and dies... People still try to get that same heroin because they know that's going to be one of the best odds. And they just like, let me take a chance. But I feel like if you're selling cracker cocaine, like especially crack cocaine, you know, 
with crack, it doesn't kill you instantly. It breaks on your body. That's what it does. Crack breaks on your body. And I don't even know why they're arresting people with weed because weed doesn't really do any bad thing for you. It, besides, make you want to eat the whole refrigerator. But what I'm saying is, you know, weed has had all kinds of studies and just people. It just helps people usually. It helps a lot of people with cancer and met all kinds of things, ailments that bother people. But you know, it's like this this person I'm talking about, and it's not like he. This person is a great dude. Like, he'll give you the shirt off his back. I mean, and it's not, I'm telling you, he's just a really great person. And it, like, saddens me to see that he's still going through things. Although he was, you know, released from prison, he did his time. Did his time. And the craziest thing is, let me just tell you, I know you're probably like, well, he sold drugs. He sold drugs to another drug dealer. Who in turn snitched, set him up, however you want to say it. And every time I see the dude, I still call him a bitch. But that's besides the point. Over the weekend, I did do something new, though. I um, I didn't watch When They See Us because I can't watch that movie. But I did watch Time. It's the Khalif Browder story. Let me tell you about this. That is, I know everybody's saying When They See Us is bad. But I think the Khalif Browder story might be a little worse only because this young man was 16 when the police picked him up all about some man identifying him in the dark wasn't even sure it was him said he stole his backpack now let me tell you when the whole robbery occurred there was a camera right above the scene the police never when i say never looked at it they never looked at it they, the the man who got the like got it stole from mentioned it more than one time like there's a camera maybe you should check out the camera the video evidence never never so this young man like i said he was 16 they accused him of doing this he said he did not do it he insisted i did not do it so let me tell you why he said insisted instead of taking a plea you know a lot of people just why don't you just take the plea take the plea he would have got like four months with the plea eventually that's what they eventually offered him four months for the plea of course, he said no. And I'm going to tell you why he said no. Because when he was younger, his brother received fellatio from a girl outside the school, which he shouldn't have did, whatever. But because that incident happened to someone, seen him, and he got chased off, whatever, he ran. Because, like I said, he knew he shouldn't have been doing it. They called him the Bronx Rapist. Well, he knew he wasn't the rapist, whatever. But they put his face... In the headlines, saying he was the Bronx rapist. Well, he ended up taking a plea, I think, to sodomy. But they found out in time he definitely wasn't the Bronx rapist. But he took the plea because he was tired of his face being plastered up as the Bronx rapist, when in fact he wasn't. So, But in turn of him taking that plea, he ended up being a felon. So his brother knew that that happened, and he did not want to be labeled as a felon because he seen how his brother struggled with not being able to get jobs and just this whole struggle. So this young man stayed in Rikers Island for three years with three years. And, uh, and uh, he 
state being saying that he didn't do it. State saying he was not guilty. He was innocent. He didn't do anything for three years. He kept asking for a fair trial. He did not get the right to a speedy trial, any of that. He didn't get that chance. They just threw him in Rikers. Now, why? like I said, he was 16. While he's in Rikers, he got tortured by other set, other inmates because he wouldn't say he was a blood. Uh, he got tortured by guards because he wouldn't back down. Like, he just wasn't, he wouldn't back down. He was a fighter. There was one point, like, but he was, he ended up going into the hole, a.k.a. solitary confinement. People don't know what the hole is. For over 14 months. For Imagine being that little ass self for 14. You're like 17, 18 years old being in a hole where they can feed you or not feed you. Like he, he said there was days he went without food, days he went without getting a shower. The one time he smelled so bad he could smell himself. Like, imagine what your brain's going through. And that's the mo- those are the years when your brain is just striving to get better, to be get more knowledge. And his brain was probably dying. So he started having, you know, all kinds of mental issues, which, you know, basically, I mean, come on, why wouldn't he? So while he's in there, at one point in time, at least there was a couple times, but one time they actually got on tape, he hung himself. And the guards watched him. And they said, we're going to cut you down, but we're going to make you suffer a little bit first. So they watched him hang himself and try to, you know, you know, you hang yourself, you know, you're going to go through some things. They cut him down. He then, in turn, they started beating him up. So he ran into the hallway so you could, so they could be on camera beating him up. Which was not didn't matter because nothing happened to after he got out of prison. So he eventually, what happens is, so it gets even crazier. Like, you know, he they I think they offered him a plea bargain, plea bargain between I think like fourteen to twenty one times, something like that. Every time he insisted on saying that, everybody saw you're dumb. Did you could be out? Because the one time they said if you if you take the plea, you could be out. You could be out today. You could go home today. He wouldn't take the plea. So, um, eventually what happens is they find out, like, the, the um, I don't even know, I forget how they find out. Oh, the judge, because he keeps saying he wants to take the trial. Well, here, this is what happens. The witness that said he even did in the first place moved back to Mexico because he was having so many issues, I guess. They eventually moved back to Mexico because he's from Mexico. So they don't have a witness. They should let the, you know, the prosecution should have dis- dismissed it and everything. Nope, didn't do that. They waited till he got to a certain judge. And this judge got everybody usually to take plea bargains. Well, like I said, he wasn't taking any plea bargains. So he said, "No, I want to take it to trial." The judge told him, "Hey, uh, y'all got to you got to get the you know get a witness, get bring the witness forward. He wants to take it to trial." Well, he she found out that they didn't have the witness. The witness wasn't there. 
So she told him, if the witness ain't here, I da 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 I'm dismissing it. Well, it got dismissed because, like I said, the witness was in Mexico. So he gets home. He has a great lawyer who, like, said, we're going to find a, file a civil suit. Went after the civil suit, whatever. So, you know, he ends up being, like, popular or whatever. People think he has money. Somebody ended up slicing his face because he said he had money. He said he didn't have anything on him. They didn't believe him. Slice it. No, he asked him, was he all right? He, didn't want, he said, I don't want to talk about it. Slice him in his face. Try to slice his throat. Then somebody um, tried to rob his brother because he said, I know you got money because your brother is famous. Just down the third. Well, when that happened, his brother... Um, told him he was like where's the people at so they went he wanted to go after the people well what happens is um they got into a scuffle now mind you the boy Khalif went back to college and everything well, went to college after he got out of prison so he gets into the scuffle they arrest him and his brother for disorderly conduct well he um They, they had to go back to court after that because they just wouldn't let it, they wouldn't dismiss it because, you know, he's already has a civil suit against the police, so they don't like him too much. So, I think a day or two before he was supposed to go back to court, he asked his mom, was she all right? She said, yeah, I'm okay. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. So... She said she heard some scuffling around upstairs. And she heard a big bang. Here, the young man hung himself by his air conditioner in his bedroom. This happened, like, I think, 2017. Or 2015. I'm not... I'm about to look while I'm on here, because I can't... I like to have my numbers right, but I believe it was... It was either 15 or 17, I think. But Jay-Z's doing a story. Like, he was the reason that he did the story. It, it, the whole thing happened 2017. I mean, 2010, I mean, I'm sorry. When it all happened when he was 16, but then he ended up killing himself 2015. I thought it was 15 or 17. But it's just like a sad story. And, okay, and like I said, this happened 2010. We are in the Central Park. It happened 86. This happened 2010. This young man got arrested at 16. Like, let that just marinate real quick. For stealing a backpack that he didn't even steal. And if he would have stole it, he'd have got less time than three years. But let just let that marinate. 2010. He was a baby. Walking home three blocks from his house from a party. He was three. They took him. His bail was $900. They wouldn't let his parents, he went to go bail him out. But because of something that, I can't remember what happened before that, they tried to say that it was a probation violation. I think, what did he do before that? I can't even remember. Some BS, though. It was all some BS. First, they said $900, and he'd get out. Then next thing you know, they wouldn't let him out. It's just all crazy. And I didn't even get to finish watching it because I was just, going through all kinds of wave of emotions because now his dad who didn't want to give up the nine hundred dollars 
to get him bailed out. His mother actually asked a drug dealer in the neighborhood for the money. And he gave him the money to bail him out because he, he liked the boy Khalif. His dad didn't want to give, his dad said he was guilty, didn't care about his son, didn't want to give him no money. But now that the mother has this, well, I guess this is before because I believe that they, everything already got worked out. But on the, on the series, and part of the series I'm at, the mother has a civil suit. Now, let me tell you, the mom also has all kinds of health issues. Like, her heart is bad. Like, all kinds of stuff. It's just crazy. But now the dad filed a separate lawsuit to try to get money. Meanwhile, this man didn't want to do He said his son was guilty. Didn't want to put him the $900, which he had. To get a son out of jail. Like, he just didn't care about him. Oh, and did I mention that the boy was a foster child that got adopted as well? So he had all kinds of issues. Like, it's just such a sad, sad story. And it's like, I, my son, I'm not getting my son's nerves because I'm, so, I'm always on him. I'm always on him. Like, I swear I'm always on him. And, I, like, the other day he was with his friends. And I told him, I said, you know, they can pick you up and say you're out past curfew. And then what? Like, that, I mean, they might call me, or they could be just straight assholes and bother you. And, my, you know, my kids have futures. All of them. Like, I just had a college call my, by my daughter today for her to come do a tour. Like, my kids have futures, bright futures. Now, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's children don't have futures. What I'm saying is, my my kids, like I tell everybody, have geniuses. And they have the potential to be on the same thing we want to out here. And that's why I'm on them like I am so hard. Like, because I need them to understand the reality of things sometimes that they don't realize. But I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit, but I just want you to think about everything I said. Leave me a message. Get back to me. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in with Tea Time with Courtney. I'll talk to you good people later. Make sure you listen to the music that fills you. And leave me a message, like I said before. And thank you to my sponsor, Anchor, and I'll talk to you good people later. Okay, welcome back to Tea Time with Courtney. I just really want to... Uh, basically kind of finish on what I was saying so I definitely would like to know you guys' take on the system how do you feel about it what changes you think should be done if you believe that it's one sided or I just really would like to get your thoughts on it because I know how I feel about it. I know a lot of people share the same kind of opinion as me, but I would really like to know you guys' uh, take on this. So please leave me some messages, feedback. Whether you, if you don't get leave a message on here, you can text me, you can inbox me, whatever. But I would definitely like to get your feedback. So once again, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you to my sponsors, Anchor. Thank you for tuning in with Tea Time with Courtney. Y'all have a wonderful night.